yo welcome back it's been a while folks it has been exactly six months six whole months since the last episode of the podcast so i want to welcome you guys back to covering coops this is your boy coop as you can tell by the title and once again i just want to welcome you guys back man it's been a long time a long time coming back I don't know what I've been doing in these past six months to not be recording these podcasts for you guys, but uh, your boy's back to save the day. I'm here. All right, so just want to give a quick rundown, man. Anyone that hasn't watched or listened to any of the other podcasts before, my name is Coop. I'll be talking everything sports, fitness, gaming, everything. Anything I'm I'm feeling like talking about, that's what you're going to hear from me. So be ready for subjects and topics from one side of the spectrum to the other if you want to know a little bit about me your boy is a football player here in south carolina shout out to the sumter sumter sharks just coming off a three-peat championship season so shout out to us personal trainer gamer anime head all that good stuff man so if you feel like there's something that you will enjoy make sure to come through follow your boy it's up to you, boy. Check me out on all my platforms, all my podcast platforms, and all of my social medias. Check me out on my Twitter at the Athletic Gamer. Would you be T H E A T H G A M E R five, which is the number. My gamer IG, the Athletic Gamer five. My fitness IG, Coopex Fitness. My gaming YouTube, Coop Gaming, and my fitness YouTube at Coop X Gaming. So, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. We don't like to play games. We don't like to waste a lot of time. So, your episode eight. Trader Guard Games in you. Man, let me <laughs> let me tell y'all. So, just hop right in. Shout out to all my card game players out there, right? We're going to give y'all a good clap clap for the one time, right? Let me tell y'all a little something about me. So, I was a black kid, you know. Most black people grow up, they play spades, you know, they play all these quote unquote the black cookout games, right? Car games. Your boy can play goldfish. That's all I got. I got goldfish for you. Your boy can't play poker. Your boy does not play spades. Your boy doesn't know how to play any of that stuff. Any other card games that I learned how to play. I just forgot. But of course, goldfish stuck around. I might not even be able to play goldfish anymore. But, yo, but one thing did stick with your boy coming up were trading card games. Man, so let me go ahead and give you the big four. Man, first of all, if you've never played a trading card game before, I advise you, I don't care how old you are, how young you are. Plus, these young kids nowadays, man, they playing a little bit of everything. But the four big games right now, Magic of the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and the good old Dragon Ball Z card game. <laughs> Shout out to Dragon Ball Z card game right here. You know, you know. But um, if you never played a trading card game, <laughs> you're missing out. Go ahead and copy some Pokemon. If you got kids, go ahead and hop on the Pokemon train. Just go ahead and hop into it. Just go ahead and give it a shot. So I'm going to give you a little rundown of each each of these games, I've played all four of these games, some games longer than others, 
but I have a little bit of experience in all of these games. So I'm recommending this to you guys, man. Go ahead and give it a shot. It might look dweeby and weeby to you, especially if you're, you know, you're an adult. But adults got to have fun too, man. And trust me, I had plenty of fun with all of these games. So make sure to do it. Also, make sure if you like the podcast, if you like what you're hearing, which, you know, I'm pretty sure you do, you know, listening to me. Uh, go ahead and give your boy a like, give a follow, and uh, appreciate you supporting the kid out here on the first episode back. Now, usually I would have some stuff. I'm going to have some notes. You know, I have a few notes up on my screen a little bit here and there. But, um, you know, I kind of wanted to wing this one. I already knew what I wanted to talk about. You know, I had a few stories lined up, you know, in the chamber for you. So, this one's going to be easy. So, let me tell you what car games did for me, right? One, it was just a, like a sense of peace, man. Just sometimes just getting away of like being an athlete all the time on the weekends. Me and my god brother, Jay Burke. Shout out to Jay Burke because he was the one that first got me into card games. Like, period. So, I'm going to tell you how I got into it, right? So, me and Jay Burke, it's like 10th grade, right? My man's got Pokemon cards. Now, I never owned Pokemon cards growing up. We didn't have a lot, you know? So, I didn't even know about these things. Pokemon cards were like, oh, shit, it's a Pokemon card. Jay Burke was like, yo, <laughs> yo, if my mom could hear this story now, yo, she'd probably strangle me. So, <laughs> Jay Burke had this blast stories, right? I'll never forget it. Yo, we had the bus stop in front of the house. And uh, Jay Burke's like, yo, <laughs> I'll trade you this blast story <laughs> if you take a puff of this cigarette. Now, I'm knowing me, yo, I've never had a Pokemon car, right? Never had any of this stuff. Cars are cool. The holographic. Yo, I have some on my desk now. The holographic, they're shiny, you know, appealing to the eye. Mind you, you're 15 years old. You're like, yo, I'm trying to get, I'm, I need a Pokemon card. Yo, I need I need something. I need to, you know, gain some clout out here in the Pokemon world. So, of course, me being me, I was like, okay, I'm going to get this Blastoise. I'm going to have to take a puff of this cigarette. And mind you, the shit almost killed me. Like, I was like, yo, I'm not even going to make it to school today. I'm, I just, it's not going to happen. But I did it anyway. I made it through. Made it out alive. Got my first Pokemon card. Now, had many other Pokemon cards since then. Never really played the game a lot. But I knew what I had to do to get these cards, you know. Me growing up, had to get these cards. Now, my first big game. That we're going to talk about that I grew up playing, man, with my boys, was Dragon Ball Z. Anyone listening to this podcast has either heard about Dragon Ball Z, heard about Goku, Vegeta, Krillin, Piccolo, watched Dragon Ball Z, or heard something about it. If you say that you haven't, chances are you're lying. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to me. Everyone has heard about Dragon Ball Z, right? So, peep game. Shout out to my boys again, my boy Breezy, my boy Reed. Shout out to Nate. These are like the Dragon Ball Z heads, me coming up. Now, mind you, what all weekends used to look like were a little bit different. 
most kids around our age, 15, 16, they were out partying on the weekends. What we were doing, huh, meet up at good old M&T's, man, in Sumter, South Carolina. Shout outs to Tom, man. Tom used to always bring us together. We just always had a good time. And uh, just could never, never replace those moments for the world. But anyway, Dragon Ball Z was my was my first game that I really, really played and really got into. And uh, all these power games, especially Dragon Ball Z, taught me to have mental focus. Really helped me in like real life situations, building mental focus, because if you made a bad play, that's your ass. You're done. You over there looking bad, feeling bad. Taught me the art of the poker face. Now, me now being, you know, I'm pretty experienced in the card game world right now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like 15 years in, so you don't see any sweat, no ticks, nothing for me. You know, I'm, I'm stone cold. So, you know, in thinking skills. Now, you might think about, oh, thinking skills, mental focus, poker face. You need these things in real life, right? Car games have helped me in real life when it comes to being able to think on the fly, critical thinking, being able to really focus on what I need to be doing. So I advise you guys, man, if you, once again, you're slipping. If you haven't played a car game, don't play yourself. Stop playing yourself. Go ahead and copy one. If you need some help, yo, I'll, I'll teach you how to play. Especially if you're trying to play some Dragon Ball. Because Dragon Ball looking real good right now. <laughs> Shout out to Dragon Ball once again. But anyways, man. Dragon Ball Z was like my first card game love. Like, first of all, just because I watched the show. I knew what it was about. Always made me feel good to play with my favorite. Shout out to Piccolo, boy, because that's that's my dog, y'all. Everyone knows Piccolo's the black guy, Dragon Ball Z. So you gotta go. You gotta show Piccolo some love, being a real dad out there for Gohan. And uh, we just spent countless hours Friday nights. I'm coming to the MTs Friday nights after football games and stuff, you know, because I played football. You know, I was a star back in the day. You know, a little washed up now, but your boy was a star back in the day. And uh, Friday nights. You know, I go home, clean up real quick, boom, MTs for the weekend. And when I say the weekend, I mean the weekend. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sleeping on the couches at MTs, eating Little Caesars Pizza, Central Park, Hibachi. Shout out to all these spots, man. These spots really made my childhood. But yo, we used to play card games hours on end, especially Dragon Ball. Now, mind you, me. Reed and Breezy, we still play together to this day, 15 years later. You know, different iterations of the game, but the game stayed the same, if you know what I mean. You catch it. You know what I'm talking about. And these boys used to cut my ass all the time. When I say all the time, I mean all the time. Me being the competitor that I am, I had no choice but to keep going and keep getting my ass cut over and over and over. But that's when one of the things of thinking skills kicked in. You know, I always had to reevaluate, sit back and be like, yo, how the fuck am I going to beat this guy? How do I play better to beat this guy? Now, sometimes, hey, just, you know, look at the draw. You just 
you become unfortunate. It's too bad. You just can't win. You know, sometimes you got to slow down. You really got to tap in, you know, get your mental locked in and be like, yo, there's a better place somewhere here. I'm telling you guys, if you are trying to expand your mental and get better at something, card games will teach you the way. I promise you, I feel I've gotten smarter overall just playing card games. I spent so much time and effort. You know, it teaches you how to how to build. You know, you take cards. You get got a sixty card limit for a deck. You got to choose which cards are going to be the best, and then you have to choose the amount of cards that you should put of that one card. It's so many different things that you have to think of being a card game player. It is absurd, but I promise you, on the other end of it, after you spend some time really sitting and thinking and testing and losing and winning and we get so much better at everything else in your life i promise you these are one of the stepping stones for everything this applies to life in general relationships family everything play your play your card game but anyway my boy reed used to bust my ass breezy used to butt my ass now nowadays you know I'm kind of even the playing field a little bit. You know, it get it get ahead sometime, but you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm kind of goaded in this game right now. And uh always been in countless hours on end just playing, theory crafting and talking ideas, and I think that's why, you know, one we're able to think so far out of the box. And I think that's a good thing for everyone to be able to do. It's being able to think out of the box. Not everything in life is going to be scripted for you. So if you can kind of just step out and be like, you know what, this is not the norm. Let me try this out and see how it works. You never really know what it's going to do for you. And I'm glad that I have this capability of just stepping out. He'd be like, yo, this is this is not in line with what someone might would do or something that I would do. So I'm going to try it. Right. And that same thing with card games. We've competed in tournaments. All across the country from here to Virginia, uh, Florida, you know, we used to travel for this. And this is where like your mental fortitude has to really come in, especially in the car game setting. So you're in some type of auditorium, a stadium, a rec center, things like that. It's 800 plus people. It's hot. It's smelly. Because, you know, some people don't, you know, don't care about the hygiene. And I think that's probably a, a tactic that they use. Like, yo, if I come in here smelling like hot dog water, I'm going to throw them off their game. So this is, where, this is where my mental toughness came in. No matter who it was, yo, you can't throw me off. If I lose, it's on me. That's how I approached everything. If I lose, it's going to be on me. You can't break me. Okay? Mind you. Tournaments could go from usually day one, you have a day two. If your record is X in one and maybe a draw, just depending on how many people go in, you advance to day two. If you lost maybe two to three, chances are you're not going to make it to day two. So my goal was to always make it to day two. Now, a lot of times, these tournaments are long. They go from 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m., when I say these days were long, they were long. You'd have at least 
about an hour for a match, have 30 to 45 minutes to rest, set up parents for the next one. So if uh, if your brain got frazzled, chances are you're going to make mistakes later on in these later rounds and you would lose. Now, the biggest thing nowadays in card game society, you have plenty of ways to kind of figure out what the best decks are going to be, what the best cards are. You know, you get previews of cards that are going to be coming out and seeing if they're going to be good for, you know, decks that you might be playing or ideas that you might be having. So you're able to kind of like pregame, kind of figure out what you need to buy, what to stay away from, what's going to be the big decks coming in, potential matchups, all that stuff. Honestly, it's like sports now. Like card games are big. It's like sports. So if you can sit back, watch the market, and really like dive into the game, man, it's fun. First of all, it's fun. It's safe. It's not crazy. You're not having to worry about going out and hurting nobody. You know, if I could choose a career after football, yeah, I'd be a professional card game player all day. I wouldn't care. Man, I'd go in here playing Pokemon. All of them. I wouldn't even care. Because it's just, it brings you a little bit of everything that you would want to have. The competitive scene is huge. Like, imagine being one of the best players on the planet at a card game. Regardless of it might be, yeah, it's a card game. You're still one of the best on the planet at it. Right? That'd be dope. Especially for me, you know, I, I look outside the box. Right? I don't look like the the quote-unquote average card game player. Imagine coming up to me. You know, and, I, and I've had guys before in tournament. You know, they see me. I sit down at a table. You know, I used to bring my own intimidation factor in there. You know, I, you know, back in the day, I was like 220, right? Used to have the wife beater rocking, muscles popping. You know, it's hot, so I'm a little sweaty. So, you know, the muscles are glistening. And, of course, you know, the nerdy kids, they see me and they sit across the table from me. And they're like, yo, you're not, you're not supposed to be here. Like, I've literally had people, yo, look, you're not supposed to be in here. What you what you doing in here? You can't be playing card games. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, and I'm here to win. Like, you know, and I used to always try to betray that factor of, like, fear. Like, yo, <laughs> if you beat me, yo, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> and that was just the mindset I had. Take back, right? This is where the, the competitiveness comes in in some of these card games. So take it back. I would probably say like 2013. I was playing a guy at one of the local shops, man. And when I say he was stomping my ass, he was stomping me out bad. And I was so mad. I remember him making a remark to me. Now, mind you, I'm the buff guy, you know, so people are already kind of like wary of like, "Mm, I don't know, man, it's might be a little off. And he said some remark to me because he knew he was beating the shit out of me. And I slammed the table. And all his cards went flying up off the table. All mines are flying up against the table. And I get up and I'm like, yo, we can go outside. There's no problem with me going outside. You're not going to rub this in my face. <laughs> so y'all know card games get a little serious, right? You talk too much shit, yo, you might get hit. I might be the one doing the hitting. Now nah, I'm not like that. I, I could be like that, but I'm not like that. But just the intimidation factor alone, I'm like, yo, okay, it's cool. Yeah, I might be losing right now, yo, but don't throw it in my face because I might throw you on your face. 
That was my mentality. But now I'm cool. You know, I like to play and, you know, I like to learn from it, you know, from my mistakes, my losses and things like that. So um, it'll definitely build some character for you. I swear, because I've come a long, long way playing these games. And I think they've helped a lot with my life, like knowing how to negotiate with people. And it's helped with my business, too. You know, it's helped with a lot. Mental focus in the gym, you know, with my clients that I train, everything. You know, car games are big. And um, they're just <laughs> it's just a good time. Dragon Ball has best has has been the best game ever for me. I can't lie. Magic though, I played Magic for about I'd say about eight years. I played Magic the Gathering. You know, you can find Magic the Gathering on YouTube. A lot of old heads, maybe guys in my age and up, are the ones that play Magic. Magic is an old game, like from the early nineties. It's based off of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So a lot of people that might be into like Dungeons and Dragons and things like that, um, it came around with like Star Wars and all that stuff. Um, Magic is like the goat of the card games. Like a lot of these car- these card games now, they they bit off a little bit of Magic, just because of just the mechanics of it are just so good. The ruling is good. It's like it's hard to really compete with the game. Um, Magic was to a point that I was really loving the game, and there's so many different aspects. You could play aggro, which is like a it's like a rushdown tactic. So if you're like you want games to be quick, you'll play an aggro type of deck. So these decks, these games are just like they're built for everyone. They're built e for everyone, right? You have like your mid range. So you think about mid range, it's kind of like the slow, like the slow grind. You just play turn by turn to get to where you need to be. And that's more for the people that maybe just like just get into the game where they like the combo and do cool stuff. Mid range is like the area that those type of players would want to be in. So if you feel like you're one of those type of players, those are the type of builds I would recommend to go for. And then you have your control players, which was me because I like to control things and I like to deny people of everything that they want to do. You want to play this guy? Nah, you can't play him. You want to play this one? You can play them, but you got to do this first. I'm that control guy. So the control people are the ones that just sit back and poker face you and just wait. Just wait for you to do something. You're like, hmm, you're not going to do anything? All right, I'll play my little land here. Oh, guess what? I'm going to pass my turn. You're always the reactive person. So then they got to figure out what the hell do you have going on in your hand? So if they play something that they need, I will go ahead and kill that. Guess what? They don't have another play. They pass their turn. You did the same thing over and over. Until sooner or later, you whittle every single resource that they had. You drop your big guy or your big spell or whatever, and then you win the game. You you play the long, drawn-out game. So if I got to take a game 30, 40 minutes and beat them, hey, I'll take it. Because guess what? My mental set up that way. My endurance is high enough. I can play a long game, and I'm fine. They might be a little frazzled. You know, they're the aggro guy, and I broke up the little combo piece, and then they're, like, stuck, and they can't do anything. I I feel total satisfaction from that. And Magic is the game that will make you or break you. And Magic, 
for a while was making me. I was feeling good. I was winning tourneys at my locals. And then finally, there's a certain block called Innistrad block. And uh, I'm going to go look it up. Some of the most powerful cards were in the Innistrad block. Delva Secrets. Uh, Snapcaster Mage. Uh, Sphinx's Revelation. Sphinx's Revelation was the card that broke me. Right? So, think about a card. Think about an instance of when someone can pull all of their resources and build up to this one card. Right? And they control this and control this area and the game goes so long. And then when you're out of resources, they play this one card. So I'm going to tell you what Sphinx's Revelation did. Sphinx's Revelation, if I remember off the top of my head, it was X, blue, white, white, which X is any amount of mana that you pay for the X. So you could pay 10 and then the other three. You would draw 10 cards <laughs> draw 10 cards and gain 10 life and it was the instant spell so you can cast this thing anytime that you wanted to as long as you had the mana to cast it for whatever you can cast it for whatever so what a lot of these people were doing was playing this deck playing this card in the control deck this card was exclusively for control and I played many players you already know if they're playing blue and they're playing white in the same deck you already know Smix's Revelation is a card that's coming down it's going to get you sooner or later Right. And uh, boy, let me tell you, I've had plenty of games and magic. You start at 20 life. You can either gain life, lose life, things like that. Just depending on what your card effects do. You'd have games that you bring someone down to two, three, four life. But as the game going on, is going on, you see more and more mana being played. See, like, damn, they got 15, 16 mana. Huh? Let me try to go for the kill. You go for the kill, and they're like, in response, and you're like, fuck, and they tap everything. Let me Sphinx is red for 17. So they were at three life. The Three life. They paid 17, right? So they gained 17 life, drew 17 cards. They're all the way back at their starting life. How demoralizing is that? For all that work, just for someone to play one card on you, and they're just back to their full life. When I say this card was the most demoralizing card that I've ever played against in my whole entire life of any card game that I've ever played, this card literally made me quit the game. I could not play anymore. I was, it was bad. It was just to the point that anytime that I played at a locals, if I saw my opponent playing blue and white in the same deck, I'm not even playing the game anymore. I would just forfeit. Was not doing it. Because it was literally one of the strongest cards that ever like come out and I just wasn't I wasn't having it. Magic was my game that really it broke me in a lot of ways. Like it it made me a uh it made me a sore loser. I can't lie. Really made me a sore loser. But I needed that. And needed that in my life in order to be better at other card games later on down the road. And, you know, just better at life. You know, you got to learn how to take your lump sometimes. And uh, if you can't, then you're going to fall to the wayside and uh, you're just going to get left behind. So shout out to Magic the Gathering. 
<laughs> for breaking my spirits and breaking my heart, yo, but it was worth it. Next game, Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't really play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, but I know some of the crazy chains that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh had. And, you know, I knew a lot of people that that were just were sick at Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh threw me off because if you ever met me and know the size of my hands, right? My hands are pretty massive. And Yu-Gi-Oh is not the standard size of a card. It's, it's not. It's uh, they're pretty small. So imagine me sitting at a table. I'm already buff, big ass hands, and got these little ass Yu-Gi-Oh cards in my hand. Biggest thing that threw me off. Now, there's some people that like the game. It's real fast paced. You can do a lot of crazy cool combos in the game. And, uh, you know, some people might like that shit. I personally cannot solely because the size of the cards and then the amount of text that they used to have in the cards. I know the basic rules to Yu-Gi-Oh! Playing your trap cards, magic cards cards in you know attack mode defense mode face down defense mode all that cool stuff i know all this stuff but it's never a game that i really really got into now season one and two of Yu-Gi-Oh, the anime goaded straight goaded if you haven't if you're not an anime one you slipping Get your life together. Go ahead and find your anime. I can give you plenty you can start watching. If you, well, Guess what? Never mind. If you've ever watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, guess what? You watched anime. If you ever watched Pokemon, guess what? You watched anime. If you ever watched Sailor Moon growing up, guess what? You watched anime. So don't say, ah, oh, anime. Guess what? Chances are, I bet you've watched anime before and you never knew it was anime. But season one and two of Yu-Gi-Oh! If you have not watched it, go and watch it. Don't sleep because the card game, how they played the card game in season one and two of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bruh. Come on, cuz. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Buster Blade. Red Eyes Black Dragon. Dark Magician. Dark Magician Girl. Blue Eyes, Ultimate Dragon, Egyptian Gods, you got Egyptian puzzles, you got a whole freaking ancestor of a dude coming out of a puzzle, you got another homie using another Egyptian puzzle as an eye to read people's minds when they're playing certain cards, come on, cuz, you know, season one and two is before it's time, also, if you watch Digimon, you watched anime, and it was great. So I need to find y'all a card game and you need to find you a good anime to watch. Last but not least, Pokemon. Pokemon is goaded. Pokemon is like, Pokemon is up there, up there with like Dragon Ball Z, things like that. We're going to have another discussion of like goaded anime. Now, the Pokemon card game is a, Pokemon card game is where it's at. Now, I used to collect more than anything. But uh, me and my little boy, he likes the card. The card art on Pokemon is A1. If you're looking for something that just looks good, like, yo, <laughs> they'd be like, yo, let me see your Pokemon collection. I'd be like, yo, let me, <laughs> hold on, give me a second. Let me show you my deck real quick that I built my psychic deck. You feel me? <laughs> Pull it out the box, right? 
showing you got nice fresh ass sleeves. They're like, God damn, <laughs> that deck look clean. I'm like, oh, but, but just wait, let me show you. Open, fan it open, show them what you got. Like, yeah, you know, I got a few Mewtwo's in here. I got a few, you know, Dark Umbreon's in here, you know, all foil holographic, super special, ultra mega rare, full art, you know. What you gonna do? All you can do is drool, man. I'm drooling just thinking about it right now. You know, I might have to go get my Pokemon deck and go ahead and sleeve it up and just lay it out on the table and be like, ah, oh, god damn, that shit look good. Trading card game are like the ultimate flex. Let me tell you why, right? So if you're just a collector of card, if you collect like baseball cards and you have them, you know, like the Beckett baseball cards, you know, like gold stamped and things like that. Imagine how good they look in a book. So if you have them like organized in your book and things like that, they just look so good. I know I'm going off on a little tangent, but see, now I'm, I'm thinking. Now imagine collecting some Pokemon cards, right? Get them all folded out. Get like your favorite Pokemon. And there's so many different variations of like your favorite Pokemon. If you're my age, I'm 32. If you're somewhere in my age, you've watched Pokemon. You have. Don't lie to me. Because I'll, me and you'll talk about it, right? <laughs> but if you played Pokemon, watch Pokemon, you'll understand how good some of the art is man it's it's superb my brother bought me this alt art lucario i don't even know what set is from because there's 15,493 sets of pokemon of the trading card game but when i say this card looks so clean boy it is absurd I don't even know what set this is from. I'm literally looking. It's from, I guess it's from a Mega Evolution set. I don't know. But they're clean, right? If you are a collector of anything, even if you don't ever want to play the game, but if you ever want to collect something that just looks clean and you can flex on, or maybe something that you want to like show to your kids, or if you're nerdy like me, car games. Is where it's at. Magic has some great full art stuff. I I advise you, even if you don't play a card game, you should pick it up as a hobby of like collecting because some of the arts are so one of one. Like you just see it and you like, fuck, I have to have it. It's almost like having like a pair of J's. You know, they make a pair of J's. You're like, yo, I gotta get these fucking J's. That's like me with cleats. I'm like, I gotta get. I got to get these cleats or some of the cards that they make for Dragon Ball Super. I'm like, oh, you got a special rare version on that shit. <laughs> Let me get that. I'm like, hey, girl, <laughs> talk to my lady. I'm like, hey, girl, you trying to spend uh, <laughs> $20 for this one card? Because it's worth it. It looks good. I might even play with it. But it's worth it. Right. Card games are where it's at, guys. Trust me, if you if you've never never played one in your life, man. If you have kids, you got homies, or if you have nerdy homies that you've you know you don't really mess with their hobbies like that, ask them if they play a card game. Chances are they might, 
And I think you should take that time to go ahead and be like, yo, why don't you teach me how to play? Might be a little might be a little intimidating at first. You might think you're a little weird playing the game. I was always kind of like sheltered of playing the game because I didn't want to I, I was too afraid to embrace the nerdy side of me when it came to like card games, video games, everyone played video games. Not everyone played card games like that. And going, you know, going on 33 years old next year, man, I, literally card games have changed my life. I've met so many great people, had great conversations, traveled across the country, just playing, you know, some shiny cardboard. You never know what something can do for you like mentally or the bonds that you can make by easily just picking up another hobby that you never thought that you would ever do. So shout outs to all my bros, man, that, you know, got me into the games and still have me playing games to this day. I'm going to have a lot of content coming up with Dragon Ball Super because the card game is goaded. If you are out here right now listening to my podcast and you've watched Dragon Ball Z or you play Dragon Ball Super card game, me and you going to link up. Y'all should message me. We should do a podcast together. We should do an episode together, man. But like I said, man, card games, add it to your arsenal. If you're the black kid that knows how to play spades and poker and all that good stuff, yo, go ahead and, go ahead and add Pokemon to it too. I need you to pull up to the cookout and be like, yo, <laughs> All right, we're done playing space for the night. Let's go ahead and play some Pokemon real quick. They'd be like, huh? He'd be like, wait, let me show you how to play. I promise you. After a while, y'all start playing. Y'all gonna have a good time. Magic, same thing, man. All of it, man. This is so fun. It was definitely so good for my soul. And just building great friendships with, you know, friends that I have that I basically call my brothers, man. Help me with my mental, helped me a lot through the hard times that I've had when I've had struggles with myself. Nothing comes close to it. Not even football. And that's big for me. And it's an overall good time. It's literally one of those things you can get lost in. Hours on end. No one's getting in trouble. No one's getting hurt. Just having a good time. Good time bonding, good time using your brain, thinking outside the box. Just, they're great, man. Pick you up a car game. Do it now. My recommendation is Dragon Ball Super, of course, because that's what I'm, that's what I'm rocking with right now. If I had to choose a second, it'd be Pokemon, then Magic, and even Yu-Gi-Oh, man. And do it for the kids, too. If you got kids, man, pick up a hobby that they like. Cause chances are they're playing one of these car games, especially Pokemon. They're either looking at them for collecting or they want to play. Be a good parent, big brother, big sister, or whatever. Learn the game. You never know. You might have a lot of fun playing it. But once again, I do appreciate everyone coming through the podcast. I know it was a little bit of a ramble. It has been about six months. It has been exactly six months since I have recorded a podcast for you guys, man. I just want to talk on something a little light. Nothing crazy, nothing major. Once again, appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to check out all my other platforms. My Twitter at the Athletic Gamer is going to be T H E A T H G A M E R. 
Five, my gaming IG at the Athletic Gamer Five, Fitness IG Coopex Fitness, Gaming YouTube Coop Gaming, where I bring you all types of content from World of Warcraft, Dragon Ball Fighters, whatever games that I feel like playing. That's the channel that's going to be on. So make sure if you're listening, go ahead right now, go check it out. And my fitness YouTube as well, Coopex Fitness. Check that out. Show your boy some love. That's why I bring all my content of my personal training background, basic tips, videos, vlogs, things like that. Also, if you are looking to get in shape and you don't live in my area, still feel free to message me either on my IG or my YouTube. Your boy will get you right. There's no better time than right now to get to it. Once again, do appreciate you guys. It's good to be back. Podcasts will be going up every Monday from now on. You'll probably never know the subject that it's going to be. But if you are looking for me to talk about something in particular, make sure to go ahead and leave me uh, a message on one of my social media platforms. And we'll definitely talk about it. And also, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, make sure to hit your boy up at my email at ErnestCooper075 at gmail.com or message me on one of my social medias. Do appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Pick you up a card game and stop playing. Spades is dead. Pick up a card game. Holla at your boy. Peace.